Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Wednesday. Hump Day has, uh, you know, just kind of snuck up on us all of a sudden. It was a very fast week so far. We are here. It is Wednesday. It is Dave Sturcho. It is Chris Gucci. And we are behind the own glass. There, uh, that is it. It's that, just us. Just us. Grassroots. One more time. Right here at Chop Studios. We got a nice loaded show for you today. Again, we're getting closer to the Super Bowl. It's uh, Next week will be the one that you really dive headfirst into the teams because... You can't do that for two weeks. You might lose your mind. Starting to see the basketball content pop up on the Mojo uh-huh. socials. Speaking so we of, know speaking the of basketball content, I ah, see my Knicks losing overtime last night to LeBron. <laughs> I'm so it's like being a Knicks being a Knicks fan is a Cowboys fan. It's it's literally that. Like you have an owner who has all the money in the world, right? You have a stadium that sells out every night. You have a team that stays just enough relevant. For you to keep engaged. They yeah. are the Cowboys. The Knicks, no matter how good they, and they get win in the East right now, they're not going to crack the top four. So it's like one and done in the postseason. They don't have the players on their yeah. roster. To, they're actually to, overachieving this year. I feel like the Knicks are having a very good season. By do you know they're standards. under 500 at home? That means that they must be really good on the road. Because I mean, but but they're only like and a couple I games. I really old. good, I mean like above average. Over average, yeah. yeah. But like I'm looking at this team, like how can you not play at the Garden? Better like I'll everybody else why. shows up to play at the Garden except for the. I'll Knicks. tell you why it's the same. It's the same deal. It's when you're a Yankee fan or everyone gives you your best. It's New York, so everybody's going to the Garden and they're bringing their. I.e. LeBron's triple double last exactly. night. Exactly. <laughs> Just look across. Off the, an ankle injury. The, Another the history, ankle injury. Typically, people come into the Garden and they play well. It's not the hardest place for a star player. Double to come nickel in and play. with the flu. <laughs> no, Reggie not Miller. with the flu. Just double nickel. Reggie, Reggie Miller. Miller. Yeah. We could go on and on. Really, there's a it's lot incredible. Of I, being a Knicks fan is very, very frustrating. Being an overall NBA fan with the mojo market and how that's all going to come about, that's going to be fun because constant moving. You think the NFL moves fast. The NBA plays every night. So your stocks will be up and down and up and down and up and down. And then certain players like John Morant, up, 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 I'm up. I'm curious <laughs> to know how they work it out because NFL is very weekly. The, the, the It's cyclical in terms of. You have the game and then practice. Their 24-hour charts You're are going to have a ton of things ridiculous. happening week by week, day by day. I know fantasy basketball, they do it by weeks as well, but it can't be anything like that. It has to be more in the DFS realm if you're going to compare it to a fantasy. So I'm, I'm very excited. excited about the NBA. Yes. I know how I'm going to invest in my Imagine players. liquid props. My man has 30 points. Is he going to get 35? I don't know. Let's put some money down on it. Bang. No, he's got 33. Cash out now because he missed the last two. Mm. There's a lot of stuff going on in the NBA. Exciting. The NFL, however. Luka. And Luca, of course. Uh, the NFL, however is still in motion. A lot of teams are putting new players and pieces in place. Yesterday, two significant coaching hires in the NFL. Mojo broke the story uh, about Sean Payton. Sean Payton gets acquired by the Denver Broncos for this year's first, next year's second, next year's fourth. The Saints, they did this all, they got this all for free. I don't understand how you would ever part with draft capital for a coach. I, this guy has won one Super Bowl. He's made one bad movie, okay? <laughs> that was Kevin James. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that, yeah. that's, how do you part ways with all this? I don't think it's ever worked out well where you give up compensation for a coach, i.e. the most recent case would be a John Gruden situation. Yeah. I think they gave up a first for him. And then it might even happen again with To him. get out to Oakland, right? I believe that happened. Originally, yes. Yeah, originally. Yes, yes. So And then a huge dollar amount to go oh with it. My so God. Sean Payton is probably going to get paid 15 mil per, which is insanity for a head coach. 
I don't think he's worth it. I think he's always been a little bit overrated, but we'll see. Russ is going to cook again. Is I it, was just going to ask you, what do you think, think this so. does for Russell Wilson? I mean, I he's getting back a veteran coach just like he had with Pete Carroll. Last year he had Nate Hackett, and he stunk. Um, I think Russ should improve, all things considered. You know, Drew Brees, I think he was kind of holding the Saints hostage with his playing last couple his years, ability yeah. over the last couple of years. I think he's at least in a, an improvement over what Brees was down the stretch, maybe. Um, I have to see more out of Russ. It's been now almost 20 games now where I haven't seen much. So, Yeah, because you're going back to his last couple of days at Seattle. Previous to the last injury, yeah. beginning of the season last year, he wasn't playing well. Um, yeah, I'm not so sure about Russ anymore going forward. And the thing that's interesting to me is now they're handcuffed even further with the draft pick situation. <clears throat> now they're going to pay a ton of money to their head coach. It doesn't count against the cap, but we see what's happening with Vegas right now. How did they even kind have of a first-round draft pick? I think it was in return. Oh, it was a late pick. It's it like was the, a later it was a pick. late, late pick. So it was from somebody else. Who had the 30th pick? I think that's what it is. Yeah, oh, 30th pick would be one of the teams that got eliminated last weekend. So it's like I just look at this, uh, the, the Saints, and, and I'm not the Saints, the Broncos, they're mortgaging a lot of their future for these superstars. And I'm saying, like, Russ was acquired for all these first-rounders. Now Sean Payton gets a first-rounder and a second-rounder and a fourth-rounder. Believe it or not, those fourth-round picks, that's my opinion – First through four, and a Brock a Purdy's four, an exception. Was there three picks involved coming that way? I thought that it was. I thought it was for two picks, a first and a second for Peyton and a third. Like the Saints are getting a draft pick back. The Saints are getting three I mean, draft no, no, picks. The, um, oh, the Broncos. The Broncos are getting a draft potentially pick back. maybe, but no, they're getting three. The Broncos gave up three: a first, a second next year, and a fourth next year. That's all compensation it's for Sean Payton and a for third. Sean Payton and whatever. But it's like. When you go into that situation and you look at their 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 cap number and what, what they can do, I mean, if you're looking at them up right now, I'm just curious to know where the Broncos sit. So where's Denver? Uh, Denver is, why can't I find Denver? Top. Yeah, there they are. Under the D, Dave. There you go. It's a popular thing. Right now, their cap, li- their cap space is just over $9 million. So it's like you look at this team and you're looking at, I mean, their biggest, I guess their biggest salary guy, on a on a on a cap hit would be twenty two million dollars. That goes to Russ, but then Cortland Sutton with eighteen. Cortland Sutton with eighteen. That's that's also stealing money. Cortland Sutton, like he's a good he's a no, gamer. I, I think, but good lord, like, it's not. Cortland Sutton's really good. He's a the consistent player, but eighteen million dollar cap hit. Justin Simmons making eighteen. I mean, I mean, Randy Cortland Gregory. Sutton, it's probably, you can have him. I'm, I'm curious <laughs> okay. to know the, the full details of the Sutton deal because $18 million cap hit, he's on his second deal, obviously, right? And it's probably he's a, he's a, heavy a signing bonus on this year. He was drafted in 2021. Um, he was, a cap number was four and then five and 22 and then 18 and 23. So this is a back loaded. Rookie deal? No, it's a front loaded extension. It has to be. There, I have, I have no, there's no. There's no uh, 2022 cash payout. Um, I'm not seeing anything here as far as his because you don't you don't really you pay. don't make that kind of money. So yeah, he. I'm sorry, he did get an extension. He got an extension right away. Basically, he was drafted in 2018. I don't know why they don't have that here, but drafted in 2018, 2021, he was given that extension. But that's still a significant significant cap hit to a guy that now has to play with under Sean Payton, which. Cool, you know, that, that cool story. But, like, at the same time, you can't build with this. You you lose all this draft capital. You saw what it did to the Rams. But they do if have, Judy or what, Sutton go down, like, what, what do you they do? I think Jerry Judy may get traded this offseason. There's no receivers in free agency, so there's probably moves to be made. There I don't know. Judy may, may actually fit the Sean Payton system, so 
maybe they don't move on from him. But the thing I will say about the Broncos is that they have a defense that's that's pretty much ready-made to compete right now. Yeah, no. If they that, can bring the offense up to speed, then except it's not if they all play lost. Baker Mayfield. And they do have a quarterback that they invested a ton of money in and gave up draft capital to get that they believed in less than a year ago. Not only did they believe in him, but the entire public was on Denver going into the season. Like week one, we thought Denver was a real. We thought the AFC West would be threat. a battlefield. Exactly. So and it turned out to be two teams, if not just a one. A year later, a new coach, you know, head coaching matters a lot in this league. So. I don't think Sean Payton is the man that everybody thinks he is. I don't think he's as good of a head coach as even the Broncos are thinking, giving up all that. I'm not hard-pressed to say he's overrated. But he is clearly better than Hackett. You and me could be better than Hackett and what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like so now, Nate Nate Hackett goes to to the Jets, so he gets a whole new life, right? Mm. But, like, you're looking at Sean Payton, I don't know, man. And then, obviously, not just Sean Payton, but D'Amico Ryans also gets hired by the Houston Texans. Another massive, you know, massive thing for those guys. If if at all you're looking at a team that had a stingy defense, it was the Texans. They actually had a stingy defense. They didn't get the doors blown off them a lot. They were in a lot of games. And now you got a defensive-minded head coach who has to all of a sudden choose the future of this team. Because now you're going to get a, a quarterback yeah, I, I here. Doubt, I think they just hired a GM, too, right, just oh, recently. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. This is a new regime all all around, and Davis Mills, the, that project is over because they have the first pick in oh, the draft. Oh, 100% it's over. Or the, the second pick in the draft, right? They Whatever the five. case. They, yeah, Smith, they got a second. Lovey Smith, best win as a, as a bear. Was, <laughs> that was, that was. first pick. But, yeah, because they're dra- definitely drafting a quarterback, I don't like the move with D'Amico Ryans because I think it's unfair to a rookie quarterback, first overall pick, and you're going in there, it's like, you better pick a really solid offensive coordinator and quarterback coach to get this kid up to speed in the NFL. Whoever it is. Whoever right. it might be. I think you should be better off, you would be better off hiring a quarterback guru and bringing him along in that, question, in that regard. Question, question. Whoever but, they draft a quarterback, right, is, is he throwing to Brandon Cooks or is that as good as done? Because I'm looking at Brandon Cooks' number, $26 million hit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're looking at Brandon Cooks and I'm like, oh my God, bro, the... the his free agency doesn't come until 2025. Next year's cap hit is $26 million they just signed him for Brandon previous Cooks. Previous to this season. So the man's been traded like 15 times. I don't like, know. <laughs> Brandon Cooks could be traded, and he wanted to be traded. And He, he was, was saying, almost dealt. Say, he, he was speaking publicly that he was like, I'm going to let some, some secrets out if you guys don't trade me. You thought you were going to, you, you said you were going to trade me. He was upset at He was very upset. For not getting moved. But at the end of it, he's still under contract. Fifteen million cap hit, you said? No, twenty six. <laughs> Who's gonna take on that contract? I have so no Brandon idea. Cooks, you need that a might restructure. Be why they haven't traded him because they can't. And he's got eighteen mil guaranteed coming next year. Yeah, so he's they're they're in trouble. I don't know if he finds another home. But then you look at the rest of this Texans roster. Laramie Tunsil counts for thirty five million dollars a year. So that's a horrible contract. Great lineman. Don't get me wrong. But that money is is allocated in the wrong direction. Some work to do. Yes, they do. But I was hearing that the the Texans and the Panthers are the two most coveted uh, head coaching jobs in the football league. In the you football, think league. Frank Reich is actually like excited to be. It? I mean, yeah, he gets the job. No, this but... was just what I read about a week ago. Yeah, so about a week ago. All right. So anyway, we got some stuff to cover I feel today. Like the Texans job is awful. I don't see any appeal, honestly. I mean, I, mean, I, I take you it. get the you get the. The, the number two pick in the draft, so you get a new quarterback, a franchise face, right? So we'll see who that's going to be, but in any event. Um, conversation to be had about one Derek Carr. Now, Derek Carr, it, it's, a, it's a situation in itself where 
I'm trying to figure out where this guy's going to go. And the reason why we bring this up today is because I think, might be a bold take, but I think Derek Carr is the best option who's able to be moved in the NFL in the offseason, quarterback-wise. Because think about it. You got Aaron Rodgers, who's potentially on the move. He's 38 years old. He's about to retire in a couple of years. Tom Brady's going to choose where he wants to go, if not retire, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, there's too much unknown about Jimmy Garoppolo, right? There's other quarterbacks on the market, but when you look at it, I mean, there's a chance that this guy stays here and look, stays if, put. If if Aaron Rodgers is on the market, <coughs> like the rumors are saying he may be, then I'm definitely not agreeing with you on that one. But if long Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron, long term, that's where I'm at. I'm at long term success here. I'm at long term. How many good years? How many good years do you think Derek Carr has left? Well, I'll tell or, you this. Or slightly above average. Years. I'll tell you this. Last year's year was a very down year for Derek Carr. Right? You only had. Mm-hmm. Two games over 300 yards passing. Two. And that's like the standard, right? Um, But Derek Carr, in his career, is a winning quarterback. He just hasn't had the the supporting cast around him. Yeah, I agree. And I think that Derek Carr, like I said, anywhere he goes could be an absolute fresh start. And you're getting a quarterback who's, I'm not going to say he's in his prime because he's not. But, like, he's capable, right? He's absolutely capable. He's capable. But he's also capable of falling flat in a year or two as well in a new spot. I just look at his – you say falling flat, right? I'm just saying Derek Carr, yes. If Aaron Rodgers becomes officially available, then it's not even close. And it's Aaron – every team in football will be lining up for Aaron Rodgers, and then Derek Carr will be a nice consolation prize, but it's not close. Like 100%. If we're thinking about it realistically, um, Derek Carr just got Aaron Rodgers' biggest weapon this offseason. I know. This past season, and he went down. Aaron Rodgers went down a little bit as well, but I would say, yeah, I'm not going to. We're pushing back there. Until Aaron Rodgers is is, um, available, then I'm going to say Derek Carr, yes. I'm not pushing back on Derek Carr. I think this dude can absolutely change the franchise. I don't want him to go to a place like Washington because I think he would actually flourish in a Washington system with a Terry McLaurin and a good running game. It's kind of what he's leaving right now. And a decent tight end. Logan Thomas is all right. I wonder what the odds are. If you can look up the odds, I'll just tell you this. Four out of the last five seasons, Derek Carr has thrown over 4,000 yards. So the yards are there. The experience is there. The leadership is there. The passion is there. I know you can make fun of it all you want, but crying at the podium is one thing. But like just knowing that the guy wants to win is where I'm at with a GM. I'm all over that. I'm all saying, you know what? Give me this guy. Give me this guy on my team. He'll lead me to where I need to be if I put the right pieces around him. Derek Carr. I tell you right now, I wouldn't do it. But if Derek Carr was available and the Cowboys were in a situation, I would take Derek Carr in a heartbeat. I really would. In a heartbeat. Maybe the Saints? Saints, a possible destination, right? They're about to dish off Michael Thomas. So, like, yeah, obviously you got Chris Olave. You got an up-and-coming off. They might even dish off Alvin Kamara. So, like, the Saints are in a little bit of a flux situation now. But now they get some draft capital back because of the Sean Payton trade. But... I'm just telling you, like, the, the landing spots for Derek Carr are appealing because, one, if he's outright cut, like we talked about yesterday, if he's outright cut, I think that this dude has free reign wherever he goes. Like, he's going to go to a situation that will win right now. No rebuilding for Derek Carr. He's putting put in a place where he could succeed right now, and I see multiple places that he can go and be the better quarterback than what's on the roster. You want to talk about... A landing spot. You just talked about Frank Reich in Carolina. 
get Derek Carr over in Carolina. Tom Brady just retired. What? Yep. What? <laughs> Live on the air right now? So, um, Tampa. Derek Wait, Carr to Tampa. Wait, he did this crap last year. The no, same... he did it just now, today. Wait, what? Well, hold on, man. Breaking news coming into you right now. Tom Brady is retired for good after 20 billion seasons. 23 seasons. This is... Oh, well, wow. Yep, trails, there it is. Tom. See Five ya. minutes. Here's a See minute video of Tom Brady See you later. for good. Derek Carr. The new Derek Tom Carr Brady, to the Bucks, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's actually kind of crazy that that happened right here. So, well, legacy aside, if you are a now, if you're a if you're a uh, an investor in um, in Tom Brady, that might be. If you're um, a Trey Lance investor, if you were a Brock Purdy investor, all these 49er fans that were hoping to get Tom Brady, that's not happening. Yeah. Uh, uh, but in any event, with Tom Brady retiring now, if you're on the Mojo market. Be careful, because now... I hope you shorted him. I hope you shorted interesting. him. Interesting. I Wow, very interesting. Breaking news right here on the Mojo market. Now, now, will you... I don't know. There's, there's so much... This is like caught me off guard, because obviously we're talking about Derek Carr. It's like, short, ah, what happened short here? Short Tom Brady real so, quick. Short Tom Brady real quick before... Oh, listen, in the Mojo uh, market, you have to wait a certain amount of days because you could pull... They put that rule in the Mojo market for Tom Brady because once you leave, you gotta yeah, leave. Every single aging superstar that cannot let go is like, ah, oh, uh, back. I'm not back. Basically, anybody that's ever played with Tom Brady, like Edelman, Edelman called up or they they called Edelman. Oh, you want to play? He's like, only the Patriots. If the Patriots get good, I'll come back. <laughs> if they get good. <laughs> uh, in any event. So Tom Brady retires right here, live on the show as it happens, um, right here on a Wednesday. So interesting to see what Tampa does with their Peace quarterback out, situation. Don't Thanks for everything, Tom. The good Lord split you, bro. I'm just glad at the end of the day, your final game was getting roughed up by the Dallas Cowboys. I will take that one. That's a victory for me. That's a that's if, a. If anybody needs a sweatshirt for two hundred and ten dollars, they're on Tom Brady's website. I was just going to ask you if you've seen his new line. Yeah, and they're two hundred and ten dollars. I mean, it's probably more expensive than that for a hoodie. Damn, dude. I was looking. Expensive. I was like, that's looks, that looks like doing. nice material. He knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> oh TB12 my god, brand. It does not age. Anyway, <clears throat> one more conversation to have today. And yesterday, <laughs> excuse me, it was brought up on the Mojo socials about Travis Kelsey being on pace right now to become, A, the highest-priced tight end in Mojo, but, B, overall, the best tight end to ever play the game. And that's a debate to be had because I think there's a lot of guys that are significantly good, great, right? You're looking at yards right now. Now, Travis Kelsey, just so everybody's clear, Tony G is the all-time yards leader, right? Tony Gonzalez of the Chiefs. 15,127 yards, um, 111 touchdowns. Like, Tony Gonzalez was that dude, right? But I'm looking at that. That's 270 games played. Jason Witten played 271 games, and he's 2,000 yards short, right? If you look at Travis Kelsey right now, he's only played 144 games. 144 games. So basically, over 100 less, and he's already eclipsed the 10,000-yard mark. My question is this. Do you factor in the fact that Travis Kelsey has played with Patrick Mahomes his whole career? <clears throat> yeah, I do. But then you look at some of these other tight ends that I'm looking at on this all-time list. Uh -huh. A lot of them also played with really good quarterbacks. Did as they, well. though? Think about it. Yeah. 
For the majority of a guy like Tony G, name his best quarterback. All right, like I'm, I'm looking at John Mackey. You know who his quarterback was? Johnny Unitas. He was basically like the first tight end that was like a receiver. But I'm, um, I'm saying, like, you have to you have The Bears to have never had a good quarterback, so Mike Dicka, he doesn't count. Dicka. Um, but he also played for the Cowboys. So. He did. Uh, but when I look, like Jason Witten, he played with Tony Romo his entire career, right? You got Kellen Winslow. I would say he's probably top five, just outside the top five. And I'm just going numbers-based. I mean, Dan you, you say Dar- Kellen Winslow. Shannon Sharp had John Elway, Rob Gronkowski. I'm more or less Brady. looking at Tony Gonzalez. Like, look at the quarterbacks he had. Matt Ryan. Who was it? Who's, Who's the Chiefs quarterback? quarterback when it that, like Elvis Gerback? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, Ooh. I don't think it's nobody. And then you look at guys like Antonio Gates, who had Phil Rivers the entire time. And I'm like, all right, Phil Rivers is definitely I mean, look, legitimate. Most of these guys play with, with at least a very good quarterback at one time or another, a Pro Bowl quarterback. Right. right. These guys have all made Pro Bowls here or there. Um, at the end of it, I think more of the thing that I'll take away from Kelsey Witt is the fact that he's playing all his games in this era, where it's clearly a leaning towards a passing. little bit more of a pass-catching yeah, tight end. 100%. And it's a passing league overall. Um, but when you're looking at his numbers, I don't care where he's playing. You know, he's a, he's about to double almost everybody else in the league's history. So Not the question is, is he going to go down as probably the best to ever play the game when it's all said and done? Remember, 100 yeah. less games, and he's only five uh, 5,000 yards away from the all-time leader. I have a hard time with it. I now, why? why? What's your biggest gripe? What I said. I, I don't. I don't think that we're as fortunate enough as sports fans to have seen the greatest of all time in every regard of almost every position of every sport playing right now. I understand that there's a Jordan Lebron debate in basketball, but when it comes to tight ends, bro, what would Shannon Sharp be doing right now in this kind of offense? Arguing with Skip Bayless. But you understand <laughs> the point, right? Shannon Sharp looks like he could still play tight end right This now, is true. Did you see right? him at the court side? He looked like a monster. I mean, that aside, that was I think he was wrong there. But I've seen him just on his Instagram where he's – Shannon Sharp could, could probably catch a couple passes. And I guarantee you he could block well. Um, I have a hard time putting him over a guy like a Tony G and a Shannon Sharp because they kind of – they did this in a different era. And Tony G's numbers, they speak for themselves. Shannon Sharp's numbers, they speak for themselves as well. Um Titles, all those things for Shannon Sharp. So I'm putting those two, Antonio Gates. Kelsey has a little bit more work to do, but he's clearly on his way. I'm only de- I'm only denying him because I'm not a fan of Kelsey. Mm. But I'm looking at his numbers. He's got 10,000 yards. He's got like 60-something touchdowns already. Um, he clearly has a lot more football to go. But you're going to see this across the board. How many tight ends? Jimmy Graham is like a top five tight end of all time in, in receiving touchdowns. All right, so... Now, because I was curious, for as far as Tony Gonzalez is concerned, how he accrued his numbers in Kansas City, which just so happens to be the same team as um, Travis Kelsey. He played in the with the Chiefs from 97 to 2008. Here are the following starting quarterbacks for the Kansas City Chiefs and what Tony Gonzalez was able to do in a big chunk of his career. 97, Elvis Gerback slash Rich Gannon. Yes, so you had that. Gerback in 98, 99. 2000, I bet you'll never guess in a million years who was a quarterback of the Chiefs after Elvis Gerback in 2000. Maybe it was an injury. Trent Green? Trent Green was the following year. There was one guy. Gus Farratt. No, but you're in that realm. Uh, Guy's a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Oh, Joe Montana. No, no, no. That was way earlier. Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Yeah, dude. Warren Moon. Anyway. Warren Moon. Trent Green from 01 to 05, 
2006, Trent Green to Damon Heward, all right? Damon Heward. Heward, right? Heward. And then Damon Heward to Brody Croyle, and then Brody Croyle to Heward to Tyler Pigpen Thigpen. So this is the guy that – so when you look at a Kelsey and you see these gaudy numbers and you're like, holy crap, he's going to succeed everything. Look what Tony G did in the first 11 years also, of his career. Also, I met Tony Gonzalez at South, in South Beach when I was like 22. Seems like a real stand-up guy. He was – Drunk as hell, <laughs> but he was great. Honestly, he, he bought us drinks. He was just what a guy. Good dude. I bought a beer from Mike Allstott once upon a time. And you know who else I met that same weekend and was a not a nice guy was Jeremy Shockey. Tight end weekend in South. I worked uh, for the Giants when Jeremy Shockey was there, and I Jeremy uh, Shockey. I may was, or may not have done some shots with him before the Jeremy night of training. Jeremy Shockey <laughs> was exactly what you would think like a mean athlete would be like when I seen him at the bar. I love Shockey. He was like I, I'm a big Shockey guy. Yeah, he wasn't nice to me. Well, in any event, that's Fade a Jeremy debate to be had as far as and Travis Kelsey. Do we agree being that Tony G best tight end of all time still? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then, just based off the fact that what he's done and with then I what say Shannon Sharp is still my second, and Gates is third. Gates, man, I keep. Here's another one you don't talk about enough. You know what I'm saying? Antonio Gates was that dude, and he was very durable. He was there forever. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he played for 20 years. Uh, he didn't, but obviously, you know, just up feels there. that way. It's up there. Um, anyway, anyway. That'll be a show today. It's crazy how this all happened. Now, Tony, uh, Tony Romo, uh, Tom Brady, same guy, <laughs> same safe stature. Tom Brady retires. That's a big deal. Um, again, we could dive more into that tomorrow uh, about the career and, and his legacy that he leaves behind. I mean, it's obviously there's nobody that's going to touch his accolades. There's nobody's going to touch his championships. Nobody. I mean, I'm, there's just records that will never be broken. That's one of them. Super Bowl wins as a starting quarterback in the NFL. It just won't be broke. I don't it's like it's like Cal Ripken's streak playing games consecutive. That I mean, will I'm never not, not, be broke. I'm not banking on it being broke, but you never know. Just based off the parody in this league, man. Look how hard it is for Mahomes just to get back. You know what I'm saying? Like imagine I winning mean, all of every, those championships. One could argue that it was made fairly easy for Mahomes to get back. I mean, he got yeah, you gotta win them too, but anyway. You could do me a favor right now. I was you talking could, about the refs. You could, follow, <laughs> you could follow us right Yeah, of course. Follow us right now on the social media. That is TikTok, Instagram, and, of course, Twitter, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. That's where we're getting some of these stats. We're also finding a lot of this stuff on the Discord, so go join the Discord. Go over to Mojo.com. Make sure you're downloading the app right now because I'm telling you right now, the app is where I got a lot of this debate. You got Kelsey talk. You got Derek Carr stuff. You got it all. It's all there, right there in the app. Now available for iTunes. I keep saying iTunes. The Apple Store and Google Play. I got Google Play right? Mm -hmm. eh? Eh? Green textures. All right. That'll do it. For Dave Zerchio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Back here tomorrow as we inch closer to Super Bowl 50. Seven. Seven, eight. Seven? Sure. <laughs> That's what it is.